Saving money on your outdoor project? Now at Menards. We have everything you need to keep your outdoor power equipment running smooth so you can keep that lawn in tip-top shape or enjoy some time on your boat. Right now, all FVP, lawn and garden, and marine batteries are on sale through May 5th. Check out our entire selection of FVP batteries today and view our weekly flyer on Menards.com for more great deals. Save big money at Menards. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode of Heroes of the Horn is brought to you by Sir William of House Wells. He was right concerning one thing. You must take Calendor. It is your birthright. Welcome to Heroes of the Horn, a Wheel of Time podcast. I am Sir Matt. And I am Sir Ezra. Welcome to our Wheel of Time book club. The horn has sounded, and we have answered the call. Today we are covering The Dragon Reborn, chapters 45 through 56, and in our village council we will be discussing The Stone of Tear. Yes, as we finish another book, man, we're marching along, we're marching to the, the banner of the dragon. Yeah, I know. It's out. And about. <laughs> it is out, man. It's kind of a crazy, crazy thing, right? But the, the dragon, uh, now we can officially say that the dragon has been reborn. All right? Yes. I love it, man. I love it. I think at the, uh, just to jump right into it, th- this all ends with the dragon, Althor, the dragon, Althor. Uh, that's mm-hmm. being chanted in the city, right? Uh, it's, it's fantastic. So, yeah, think back real quick, right? I mean... How, gosh, for years we've talked about reading this series, doing this book club, working our way through it. And I am like super proud and happy that we are through the third book because that I think is a. It, is a, it ultimately, it all came down to you and I deciding how to, how, how, to put it frankly, how the hell do we do this? Yeah. Because we're <laughs> like, there's no way, there's no way you could do it a, a chapter uh, a week. That's mm-hmm. just like impossible. You almost need to do a chapter a day. Yeah. Um, and so he said, well, it, we finally came up with the idea. Hey, we'll break it into segments. Um, and it feels good. I, I'm, I'm really, really enjoying it uh, so far. I will say this was my least favorite of the three. Not that it's bad <laughs> or anything. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's just like, well, it's like, you know, when you read, you know, if you when I eat like if I already eat three different flavors of ice cream, like it's all ice cream, you know, yeah, it's all good. Prefer, yeah. Yeah. So. Um, but it's good. I, I'm already into the next book a little bit, and I'm really liking it so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it feels good, man. Um, now, I will also say, having gotten to the end of this book, um, I know like we've talked about how are they going to do this? How are they going to, you know, how are they going to do that? How are they going to do it with the show and everything? Um, 
Now, I know we, we kind of know just from episode details, but it's not necessarily confirmed. It's not 100% confirmed. Uh, yeah, I was, you know, um, I definitely think book book one and two is season one. Um, and I think this could be your uh, the end of this book could be your episode four if it's eight episodes. Um, not really knowing what happens in the next book, but I, I could see how you could how you could do this book in four episodes. I, I think I could see mm-hmm. that. I think I can picture that in my mind. You thinking like season two, like like uh, season two, yeah, yeah. Well, which is neat because I, I, God, could you imagine? Just like they're they're thinking about this right now. Like I mean, this is something over the closure mm-hmm. during the summer. Rafe Judkins in the writing room and all of them were in there thinking about how are we going to get into the Dragon Reborn and and uh, the Shadow Rising. So, yeah, to, I, I I've been. We haven't even got to the first, you know, season. We're already kind of thinking like that's where they're at. You know, right. they're thinking ahead uh, in in that regard. So yeah, it. You, yeah, I think you're right. Though. A, I think you could do it in four. I mean, it just. Um, I think I think you because yeah. there's a lot of stuff that happens. Um, you know, like you just like end episode episode one. You go a little more parent heavy. Rand's not even in it, and that's fine. The start of season two, you know, you see Rand kind of intermittently, right? We just know he's yeah. off. You, you have yeah. Rand. You have I would have Rand Rand goes off um at the end of season one. Mm-hmm. Right? Okay, no, mm-hmm. he's he's gone. And have that four episodes ha- he's kinda yeah. He, you don't really see him and you're like, yeah. Where's Rand? Right? Right. Right. Um and so then I'd have season two I'd have I'd have like the first episode end um with like Matt or or the next episode begin with like episode two begin with Matt waking up. And then that's kind of okay. Now we're gonna start that Matt line, but really, I mean, this book. I mean, I'm not gonna say a lot doesn't happen, but in terms of you, if you want to sandwich it into one season, I think you could because I think you could you could really combine a lot of stuff in this book. Yeah. Um, just because, <clears throat> I mean, there's a lot of there's a lot of, there's a lot of travel. There's a lot of travel in all the books, but I think like it's so it's really Perrin heavy. Um, but a lot of the stuff that Perrin does doesn't necessarily it's not like super important where he's at when it's going on it's really more like character development driven yeah. and you can kind of move those events around and stuff like that um and then you end with calendar right and so that'd be cool Rand comes back kind of at the, at the end of episode four and you're like what and then he gets calendar and all this stuff <laughs> yeah and, yeah i mean episode three you end with them going i mean it's like episode three you end with them going to tier and then they're all there Mm-hmm. For you know the for episode four, and then that's your big, that's your big kind of thing. I th- I could totally see this one as four episodes. Well, l- let me ask you another question. <clears throat> so, what do four, you like think? Hour I mean, long episodes. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. Four hour long episodes for sure. So, uh, well, yeah. When you think about it like that, right? I mean, that's longer than you know. I, I think of like Harry Potter, right? Yeah. I mean, with the exception of the last book, which they did in two. Really, they should have done Goblet of Fire in two in yeah. two movies. Um, but you think about that, I'm, then I start thinking, well, it's going to be longer than that, really, combined time. They, they, they can totally pull it off. Totally, totally. Do you think, though, I, I kind of been, I've been hoping, I mean, I think eight episodes is great, but like in the max, maybe they would do is ten. But do you think in, in season two, like, could they possibly, if, if season one goes really well, that they might say, hey, let's do ten episodes? Or is it just like less is more sometimes, you know? What I, I thought I read somewhere. Oh, no, I think he did say. Right, that the Amazon seasons. Amazon offered them more, and he said no. I think, and I think that's good. Yeah, because you're right. I think if you just if you just go into it saying, look, it's going to be, what would we say like seven eight seasons, um, mm-hmm. two books, 
a season, eight yeah. episodes, and you just go in with this is the pace. It's not like some of these other ones where you're like, well, how long is this going to go? Because I think Game of Thrones, you know, as we cover it, part of the thing where they just got burnt out, right? Yeah. You, but if you, you, go, no, if you know no going into it, like, you know yeah. signing up, hey, this is what it's going to be, I think that's a little bit easier. Yeah, no, I think you're actually right. Uh, and I totally forgot that that was kind of the slip, is that not only was season one confirmed to be eight episodes, but season two, because he said mm-hmm. 16 episodes. So, um, And so you're kind of thinking... Yeah, you know, between the two. The only way, the only way I'd say you go over that is if you want to finish it early. Like, mm-hmm. let's say, because then you start doing. If you, if you do ten, I'd still say then you're in the middle of a book or something, and then you could, you know, yeah, yeah, you could go that way too. Yeah. Well, I hope they do. St- I, I like the formula of of eight episodes, strong eight, you know, hour episodes, eight weeks. Mm-hmm. And then give us those seasons, march through eight seasons worth. Well, and maybe it's more. Maybe, maybe who knows? Maybe next season is actually three books because this first season is also going to be including new spring stuff. So what's to say he, they actually didn't go in the idea of three books a thing, but the first season isn't one through three. It's new spring through two. That's a good point. I forgot. I always forget about new spring. I always forget that they're going to weave that in there right. and make more rain kind of that, that central uh, right. character and stuff. So, yeah, that's a good point. I don't know. It's exciting. But I, I, I'm with you in that. I, I don't want to say that not a lot happens because obviously this is a huge, huge uh, and very important book. But I get what you're saying in that, like, we don't cover a whole lot of ground. And, and I guess sometimes it seems like we go back to places we've been before, which is good for some of our characters. Like Matt, we're going to start off him. He's back in Camelin, um, you know, and he's right. del- delivering the letter and stuff there. But uh, yeah, I mean, it is just it's it's weird because now we're actually seeing other characters who haven't met each other interact. It's like mm-hmm. that, that web is starting to kind of like, like thicken a little bit. So yeah, I don't know. Anyways, we'll, 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 yeah, we'll, we'll get into all that here in, in, in just a second, but uh, we're fired up. We're ready to go. Things are, things are, are um, the, <laughs> the, the wheel is weaving and uh, we actually, we have some fun stuff to talk about. Uh, you're doing fine though, right? Everything's good. You're, you're solid over there. Smoke uh, it out. Well, I don't, you know, did we record Heroes when, during the wildfire? I think I we don't were know if we ahead, did. so we didn't t- talk about it. Yeah, so those of you guys who, yeah, didn't, hey, there were wildfires out here in Portland, and the smoke was like, it was bad, man. I mean, it was like thick fog. You could chew it uh, yeah. pretty much, and yeah. that's all pretty much cleared up. Now, at least where I'm at, I think they're still going on. Um, so certainly for those of you guys, stay safe. Right. So, um, but. That's we had to take a week right off. Now, yeah. We took a week off of recording and stuff mm-hmm. because uh, the air quality there, literally at your house, was so bad that uh, you were, yeah, struggled. So that's going on. And then uh, let me see what else. Oh yeah, by the time this episode goes up, because this will go up on what on October. Thursday. Yeah. Let's just say that uh, my good buddy. I mean, I don't know him personally, but I would like to. Uh, there is, while I do follow the Dragon Reborn, there's also a king that I follow, okay? Yeah. He yeah, is yeah. from Akron, Ohio, uh-huh. and he is the baddest man wow. in the National Basketball Association. The wow. chosen one, LeBron James, <laughs> should be up 1-0. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, Matt's been, I, I haven't been following it as closely, but I do also follow the king okay yeah. I make that. I'm, a, I'm a king's man all right <laughs> like, dang straight oh, he's God. from if you weren't from ohio it wouldn't be that you know but it's he's from uh, akron's right up the street 
from us. Absolutely, it is. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, and hey, and you know, I'll never forget my favorite. And I just say this one time here, real quick. I know it's 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 sports related, LeBron, but when he wrote the letter, coming home, right, or, or I'm had it home. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I. I remember where I was when somebody said, you got to sit down and you got to read this because it shook the world, friends. Here in Ohio, it shook Ohio because we said the king is returning. (laughs) And he came back. It's literally like King Arthur. Like, you know, King Arthur is like. (laughs) It's like one day I will right. return when England yes. needs, you know, or Britain <laughs> needs me the most, right? I will, I will return. Oh, it's so great. And so, and so for that, I think we will always kind of love him, right? You know, it's just uh, right. it's fantastic. But, and it's fitting because we're talking about uh, the Dragon Reborn, uh, the Chosen <laughs> That's One. That's right. Mm-hmm. Oh, my gosh. All right, awesome. Cool. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> for me, we're at, this is my favorite time of the year. I want folks to know I'm known as the Flannel Wizard on other projects. I got my flannel shirt out the other day. I even wore one to school. I'm, I'm ready to go. Uh, the, the weather's cooling off. And so <clears throat> I am, it's like weird. As it's cooling off, I'm getting fired up. Like, it's odd. It's, a, it's truly a song of ice and fire, like, in my life right now. But it's, it's, it's great, man. Um, school's going as well as it can go. And I'm just, every day, I'm in the books. I am well ahead. By the way, remember I told you last week, you were getting into, into um, The Shadow Rising I'm almost I'm almost done with it and um, kind of just trying to keep ahead, sprinting ahead in the series. And that's been a lot of a lot of fun. Um, also, if uh, for those of you who are just, po- you know, just just hopping in here or maybe you've, you've been following for a little bit. Uh, know that Sir Matt and I do other projects. There's tons of it. We're reading books all the time. So don't forget to check out all of our other projects. There's links down in the description of the episode because we are this fall is going to be busy. I have a feeling there's going to be a lot to do. Uh, a lot of exciting news, you know, the, as they're filming those last two episodes, right? Their work. I mean, look, I mean, Roseman Pike was like, she's back to work. So I'm right. back to work. Okay. Let's, let's get after it. The blue Aja is up and about their business. Is she to be trusted? Is she to be trusted? <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Wait, well, hey, she has a badass moment in this book. That's for sure. She like does. at the end of this, I mean, holy smokes, Moraine goes off. Um, and, and I absolutely love it, but, but yeah, man, I mean, let's, let's, yeah, is it yeah. allowed? I, I, I man, I, <laughs> I, you know, I was like, here we go, here we again. Go. Right, right. We're using stuff we're not allowed to be using. I and mean, they're honestly. talking about, oh well, you know, we need to be gentled and all the, you know, all this, all this gentling and and you know, just not the, not real spoilers or anything. But the yeah. next book, I'm I'm only like thirty minutes in, and there's and we're already talking about gentling people again, and it's like, here we go. I what know. The, I, what is wrong? I know. And can I say? Do they by the just way, have some like uh, they just get to go gentle whoever they want? Like, oh, that this person way over here, we're gonna go gentle them. It's like you don't have power or authority over me. I know who makes that rule. Like, like wait a second, you're. I, I we can talk about that because you get to march into somebody else's kingdom and say, hey, I mean, go look at what Tom. Well, you're gonna find out in the next book pretty quick something pretty cool about gentling right. so you've already heard some of it yeah so like right. that it's not yeah we'll save that for folks who aren't there. obviously gentling comes up a lot but well hey let me say this real quick on gentling um if there was ever a word or a way in which a word was used where i could i could teach my students in english about uh the connotation associated with a word right so all of the emotions and the feelings that are you know 
the word gentle seems awesome. It seems like easygoing, nice, comforting, whatever. All It's a terrible thing. They're using a word, right, that carries with it a good connotation. We're going to gentle them. We're going to take it nice and easy. No, they are not. Sir Matt, they are severing them, right? They are cutting off their access well, to I'll tell the you, power. I'll, I'll tell and, you and right here, right? I'll, I'll tell you right now. You ain't gentling me, okay? No. You ain't no. coming in here. If you think you can come in here and take away my power, you better think again. That's okay? right. Okay, that's all. That's, that's, right. all, that's all I'm gonna say. Oh, sir, Matt's not having any of that. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Thanks, Moraine. Yeah, thanks, Moraine. Just yeah. coming in here and gentle. No, just I don't know. No, she. Yeah, so that's. Yeah, that's a that is something out the gate. I think in the next book we're gonna be talking about quite a bit. It's cool. All right, uh, one let's transition quickly just into some some show news um, because I mentioned that we are filming the last couple episodes, which is awesome. Uh, back to work. They're in Prague, Czech Republic. Things are active. Uh, the cast members, if you're not following them on their Instagram or their Twitter, they're going nuts on Instagram. They're going right now. nuts, and I love this because they're just youngsters back at it. They know that they're on the cusp of one of the biggest things it's just going to shock the i think it's going to be like it's, it's going to be huge imagine if you were like if you knew about game of thrones and you knew how big it was the, the potential it had and you knew the world didn't know it was coming yet yeah. it's like wow I'd, the difference though in all honesty and as and i are obviously enormous game of thrones fans i think that the the difference is that game of thrones wasn't finished <clears throat> and even as it's as its own right before the show I would not say that I thought it could have been as big as it could it was. Yeah, yeah. This I feel like is is going to be way bigger because I feel like Game of Thrones and A Song of Ice and Fire got elevated because of Game of Thrones. This is like I've always heard people tell me this is like it. It's mm -hmm. this. It's like Lord of the Rings and this. And this is before Game A Song of Ice and Fire. I mean, it was out, but it was before everyone was talking about it and before Game of Thrones. So for me, I think it's gonna be it's gonna be huge. And I think that you know Game of Thrones and a, and a Song of Ice and Fire, it's way more mature than this. So you alienate a lot of people. I know obviously it did very well in the numbers and stuff like that. But I mean, like this, you could watch with your kids. Where I don't mm -hmm. think, especially season one and two of Game of Thrones, might not be the best thing to watch with a <laughs> youngster. Right. <laughs> Whereas this, I feel like you could. Yeah, no, for sure. I mean, there's there's going to be, I think, some things that are pushing to PG-13, uh, you know, whatever. But, I mean, I don't know. I mean, yeah, I, I, I do, too. I think there's some there's some good stuff in the first season, at least, that you can watch. I mean, I can't think of anything in the first season that's going to be like, I could be, they could go a little darker and, and have some more, like, right. the trolls could be make it a little pretty, more adult and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. And, and, but you but even just from rings, where I'm reading, even from yeah. everything I've reading with, like, the romance and stuff like that, it's just not like... No, it's, it's not, not like close. A Song of Ice and Fire. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's not I even mean, close. Game of Thrones, I mean, I'll just go ahead and say it. Literally, the first the first two seasons are pretty... First, The first season, especially, it's like softcore porn. Yeah, 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 I, yeah, yeah. From everything I've read so far, and I'm, you know, into the fourth book, yeah. there's nothing I've seen that causes me to believe that it's we're going to see that at any well, any point. Let me say this. I th if if you wanted to, like let's say you wanted to you kind could. of you could. Yeah, but but like I don't know that they're going to. I don't know that they need to actually. I mean, I think even be an I, element I mean, of that like I don't think game, it, it, it won't spoil it, but it's, I mean, he doesn't he doesn't go into like that kind of detail in the books, does he? Like I mean um, even even in 
even oh. in, in the Song of Ice and Fire book. I mean, they're it's pretty no, no, shady. no, no. B- bigger, bigger. Like, like you know, if you're talking about like a passionate love scene or whatever, right? You can still you can he allows you to use your imagination more versus telling you exactly what is going on, in which the, Gur does in, in Game of Thrones. Yeah, you know I mean? Gur likes to <laughs> I tell mean, he's you like he's telling you like exactly how the body's happening. reacting and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Right. So you know that doesn't happen uh, in in this as much. Uh, so you think PG thirteen yeah. is probably really where well. Yeah, I, I actually saw when Rafe Judkins came out, like he did that Instagram live story where people were like, hey, I'm worried about some of the nudity or whatever. I still think they might. I mean, there's they, they might not do that in season one or maybe they it's one of those things where they might do it. But then they kind of drift right. away from it. Or if they do, it's not like full nudity. It's just like a little risque right. kind of stuff. I don't know. Or or it's going to be like you you can tell that they're. Yeah, they're going through the accepted test, but you can't see anything, and that's that's that, and that's fine. That's, oh, that's, I got you. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like, oh there's, there's, yeah, the accepted test. Yeah, yeah. There are cultures like what what comes up in the next book. There's a culture. Yeah, I mean, like I don't is, I don't think you would have to do the accepted test with them being naked. I think part of it is like, well, it's like you know I, I'm naked, and then it's like, you know, because it's now you're in this weird doing all this weird, you know, it's and it's it's. It's yeah, harder yeah. for them because because of that. But I don't know that you would have to do that yeah. in order because the purpose of that is, is that yeah. is that they're given different lives to choose from. So I I mean, yeah, I know. Yeah, now there is like, and I don't want to spoil anything, but there are some cultures and there's some groups of people who are way more um, right. I yeah. mean, Robert Jordan was a rowdy guy. I, like you know, right. it's, I. So there is that element to it. I don't think it's going to be like way appropriate for young, young kids, but I'm talking like high schoolers, you know, right. are going to middle school, maybe kind of fine. I don't know. I, uh, that, that is a big question. People are kind of wondering, what are they going to go? What's going to be the angle? Because they do want a bit of like a, a large audience to watch this. And like, uh, I don't know, man. That, yeah. They don't need yeah. much of it. They, if they do it, they do not need much of, of that uh, in, in the show. And there's, I, not- I'm going to, I'm I'm going to kind of, go, uh, go out on a limb and say yeah. I don't think that I don't think they will because yeah. if you're Amazon you know I mean one the the difference of like Amazon compared to other companies is really like is, is outrate it's, it's kind of weird when you think about it right like you know Disney and their streaming services like you have to think about Disney as a big company right it's like well Disney like makes TV shows and movies and stuff like that because that will also work for going to an amusement park and, and seeing stuff. Not that Star Wars and some of these other things don't have dark moments, um, but it, you know, it's like, hey, we also want people to go to our amusement parks. Uh, you know, like, and then I think about Amazon. Well, Amazon and Prime. Well, Amazon very specifically wants you to watch Prime on your Kindle Fire, right? Mm-hmm. And they even have Kindle Fires that are meant like for kids. They're kids' tablets. You know, the other stuff like yeah, yeah. Amazon, I think it's it's I, they're more likely they want you to consume their stuff in a in in their way, and I, I don't know. I mean, so they're less kind of bound to like that. Uh, so it could go. You're I saying, mean, they can do whatever they want. It's not like they don't have Prime content that's like that. Also, but I'm just thinking if you're if you're Amazon, it's like, hey, you're gonna get your kid a tablet for Christmas. Oh, hey, he can also watch this 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 cool shit. Like even like a teenager, like a nine year old, ten year old, give them this and they can watch it. I mean, Lord of the Lord of the Rings too. I mean, I, I definitely don't think Lord of the Rings is going to be no, you know, and that far more. That was actually my like thing that, yeah. is that you could look at it two ways, right? So they're doing the Lord of the Rings TV show. Amazon's also doing that, so that's going to be that's going to be your your thing. If you're into fantasy and you're in, let's say let's say Wheel of Time does do too much, it's a little too 
um, too right, mature. Then, then it's Lord of the Rings is what they target more. Yeah, for. then then that's what they're going to target you with there, and then you can let Wheel of Time be a little bit mm-hmm. more mature, and that's and that's and that's okay, and not not to the point where it's like Game of Thrones or you know HBO style, but but uh, right. So, but I think it's going to be a nice fine balance because I also know like just knowing the fandom and knowing what people think about you know sexualizing stuff. I don't think they're going to you know do a whole lot of of that i don't know i they don't right. need to also like amazon could just roll out here and say we think this is awesome we love making it and we have the money to do it and we're gonna push it through unless it does literally god awful um they're gonna have faith in it i, think I they're gonna push which it. i which i don't i don't at all think it's gonna no right i think it's gonna do i think it's gonna be gold so um because by everything the way i've seen everything i've at, seen i've seen it seems like they want to rival like Harry Potter, Lord of the Rings, Game of like they want it to be there. Absolutely, yeah, they do, they do. Um, and they're actually running it first. I mean, they're really they're way ahead on it in uh, in, in what they're doing. One just because of the rights that they have and working with um, Harriet McDougal and and the other people who are, are around right. Wheel of Time versus like what's going on with the Tolkien estate getting their hands right. in and, Lord of the Rings. And this, Lord of the Rings. this this is still the other thing that you when you think about like when you think about when I think about Amazon just as a company, right? Again, I go back to, you know, it's like HBO, it's like H, to have HBO, like most people it used to be you'd have to have cable and then HBO, right? And so it's like you're already like two to three steps in, but you're like you're way far away from like that surface level, you know, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Like you have to have all this stuff in order to have it. Now you can just do streaming, but outside of that, HBO you know, which is owned by AT&T, it's like they don't really have a way to, like, sell you merchandise and all this other stuff and all this stuff. Amazon's going to have, like, it's like, I'm on Amazon watching a TV show. Oh, you know what would be sick? A Wheel of Time action figure or a Wheel of Time whatever. or we- And it's all right there, and you can search for it, and you can buy it, and you can click it, and they'll ship it to your house. I try – I huge. So I'm saying, I'm, I'm saying, yeah. man, I yeah. think huge. I like, don't think people it's, you know. Yeah, no, I, 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 I agree with you. Yeah. Yeah. It's something to kind of consider like the company itself and what they can and can't do. Um, here's something. So as we talk about that, you'd said everything you've seen so far, it looks really good. You saw the little tiny, um, have, I don't know if we've talked about this yet. The teaser. We haven't that, yet. Uh, the little tiny little teaser. Yeah. I mean, so yeah, um, it's just, it's, the one on Prime, the Twitter, they said, hey, stay tuned. We got something huge coming. We thought it was going to be a lane. I've been 100% wrong about that. <laughs> uh, yeah, but instead, it's, hey, you like this book, and then it kind of goes down. And you can kind of see just a blurred kind of vision of Edmonds Field, which we're assuming, right? Um, and uh, we do know that from the set photos and stuff like that. And so, I mean, what do you think? Is it is it what you kind of envisioned? Uh, it's, it, it actually was really cool. Cause I know people who have read the series for years and I would love for people to send us in just thoughts, even on that. I know it seems simple, but like, what did you think about the wine spring in? I mean, did it live up to what you imagined? I, I, I love when, when we see stuff in movie, TV format, animated, whatever cartoon, even stuff that's illustrated, you know, you get some of those graphic novels where they've illustrated it. Like it was super cool to see those roofs kind of like the, like the, um, the roofs that kind of stretched right. all the way down to almost the ground. And then you've got, it was like red, you know, you had that, that red tile or whatever, red roofing. I was like that, that is, that literally is what is mentioned in the book. Like that's a description. And that's why they showed you um, the book and the description of the wine spring in. And then they panned up to see, to actually see it basically showing you what they were saying is take a look at the book. 
we're also making sure like we're, we are being authentic. We're being true mm-hmm. to what um, Jordan kind of saw. This is what he, you know, that's how he maybe envisioned the wine spring in. And there it is. I, I couldn't believe it. Um, you know, we don't, we get to see it kind of by itself. I was thinking, gosh, cause we, I kind of, once you start to go to other cities and you start to see the world grow and stuff, you forget how small that little, you know, yeah. villages, Emmonsville. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, why is there not something next to it? It seems kind of just out there by itself. Well, that's, that's the way it is. It's a small little village in, in, in the two rivers and there are other, you know, buildings, right. But they're not on top of each other. Like a city would be, that's what right. amazes them when they go to, um, you know, Camelin and, 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 uh, Berlon and so on. So, yeah, I thought it was really cool. I, I, I was actually, it was really neat just to kind of see the, the texture and to see, um, the quality, I thought it was great quality. I was like, this is, this is awesome. This looks sick. They get the birds chirping. You it's know. all starting to come together. Now, we, now that we've just seen more of the cast and it's like, okay, okay, okay. I mean, you know, I'm just start to, starting to envision. I'm really just, I, I just want to see some people in costume. You know, oh, like. dude. Just, I, so I mean, that's what Rafe it kind of said. He's like, you want to, he's like, trust me. I don't want to show you anybody in costume. I want you, you're going to have to see them walking around in costume at Emmons Field at the Wine Spring Inn, and that will blow your socks off. And I'm yeah, like, it okay, says, yeah, I trust. The, the Twitter says you want stories, Tom Maryland to claim. Uh, well, I, I have stories. I'll tell them to you. Uh, I'll get. Or I'll give them to you. I'll make them come alive before your eyes. And it's kind of blurry. Yeah, but it's it. It looks good. You, you know, the only thing I guess in my vision, I kind of had it. It seems to me it's more kind of out in like a more of like think more like pasture, more mm-hmm. like open kind of rolling hills stuff like that. I don't know why I've just always kind of, I always kind of envisioned it like more foresty, but not that. That's just kind yeah. of, that's just where my mind went. I think it's just because it starts, yeah, and you're on like the road, yeah, and they yeah, see the, the hooded figures, so you're thinking they, like, oh, it's like a fort, you know, right, right, and they they are they're coming out of the fort, you know, Rand will then, and so that's just where when, my mind starts, and that's yes. where, so where it goes, yeah, yeah, and then you start to associate them strongly, yeah, it's it, it's just nearby, but you're you're right, yeah, no, I get that. No, here's something else too. I'm really what makes me happy about this is you see the pride that some of the other cast and and crew seem to have around this, like posting on Twitter, uh, doing the. There was like a someone did a an Aja like a White Tower Aja filter, and the girls that are playing um, I said I they all went through and they used it was some podcast or some some YouTube uh, content creator for Wheel of Time who created their own kind of like it's that thing where you do like like an Instagram story and it shows your face and above your head it's like doing the spinning wheel and then it either lands on like you know blue Aja green Aja yellow Aja or whatever and each of them. Yeah, it probably took multiple takes. I don't know. Maybe they got it the first time, but they went through and they did the the filter, and it was just like super yeah. cool that they did that. I was like, that that is sick. So, so uh, Rafe Judkins uh, said to celebrate. Uh, he, sh- uh, he everybody all everybody in the cast was retweeting it. He posted said, "I'll answer the first three questions now." I'm, this is on Twitter, so I can't see his immediate replies because there's just been so many. Yeah. But just so we can kind of see what people immediately started asking. Yeah. Um, they said, uh, let's let's see here. Some of the things people said when there, when when will there be a trailer? Um, are you combining the first two books? What's your favorite set piece you've seen so far? Will there be honey cakes? Will there? Uh, will there? <laughs> right. I mean, what if there's what if there's not? Right, right, right. <laughs> that would be that would be crazy, right? 
Um, yeah, how much of the inside of the wine spring will we see? Um, is there a river behind it? Uh, what you know? So just some of the, some of these things, like people just just a lot of these are like frequently asked questions on 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 here. So this is what the the fans who were who follow him on Twitter were kind of asking. So that's probably what he answered, but I can't find his answer. So yeah, I actually saw that you're right. It did get buried. Um, let me see if I can. Yeah, because it was it was he did take the first three, and I think he ended up answering a fourth question, uh, just because it was mm-hmm. yeah. Uh, yeah, we'll find it. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe as we, uh, well, I'll move us into the stone of tear here and then we can kind of, if you find it, it was pretty cool. It's pretty cool that he's on there. Do we see the bell time celebration? He said, yes. He answered that. Is that the one he he answered? Okay. He said, this might be a spoiler, but yes, we, for, for winter. Yeah. For winter night enthusiasts. Yes. Holy cow. Yeah. That's cool. That's cool. All right. All right, well, yeah, you guys got to go follow him. That's the thing, right? You got to go follow Rafe Judkins. Um, it's just at Rafe Judkins, uh, R-A-F-E-J-U-D-K-I-N-S. And, uh, yeah. He does. He says, he, he says uh, there are honey cakes. There are honey cakes. Okay. <laughs> there are okay. honey cakes, which is cool. <laughs> uh, that's great. That's great. All right. Well, um, hold on, dude. I got I to. Hold on. I, I gotta, okay. got to. Okay. So the the person who asked the first question. So those those were two. Um, said what were the first question that was asked was what were your thoughts walking through it for the first time? He said, absolutely one of the most emotional moments on the show for me so far. Just standing in the center of Edmonds Field felt totally surreal. Looking up at the red roof of the inn, the trouble they'd gone to give each house and a villager um, a profession and a life there. It was amazing. Wow. Yeah! Wow! <laughs> oh my gosh, that is so cool. That is literally so cool. And it's just like, that's all we really needed. I mean, I just, I don't, you know, I need little teasers. I don't need anything crazy. You know, I, I, that was enough. The Wine Spring Inn is, is going to carry me for, for a long way. A long way. And, and his comments and Brandon Sanderson's comments about being on the set and seeing the cast all excited. I'm, I'm in, man. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. Let the let the dragon ride again on the okay. winds of time. Hey, speaking of which, let's dive into uh, the chapters. So I think we're just kind of kind of do uh, big takeaways here because it's it, it there is kind of three groups, um, and and so we'll just uh, kind of go with there. But uh, so starting, I think with chapter fifty or forty five, as yeah. was where we left off last time. Um, Matt and Tom arrive in Camelin and Matt goes to deliver Elaine's letter. Uh, 46, uh, a message out of the shadow. Matt is forced to sneak into the grounds and overhears, um, Gabriel ordering Elaine's death. Right. Uh, 47, a rate to race the shadow. Matt decides to go to tear and save Elaine. Tom agrees to go with him. 48, following the craft. The girls arrive in Tyr and stay with Mother Gwen, uh, Gana, a local herbalist. <clears throat> 49, a storm in Tyr. Matt and Tom arrive in Tyr. Egwene sees Leandrin in Teleron Riyadh. Chapter 50, which I think honestly might have been my favorite chapter. Uh, the Hammer. Moraine and her group arrive in Tyr. She tells them... Um, that Baal, Baal rules there and that he means to take Kalendor from Rand. 51, bait for the net. Uh, a, the Black Aja captures Egwene, Elaine, and Nynaeve. 
52 in search of a remedy. Matt finds mother uh, Gana while looking for someone to heal Tom. After hearing what happened to the girls, he decides to rescue them. 53, a flow of the spirit. Fail is trapped in Teleron Riyadh, and Perrin decides to rescue her. Moraine and Land go to break into the stone and save Rand. Uh, 54, into the stone. Matt meets uh, Julian on the roof of the stone, and they go in together. Egwene shields uh, Joya in Teleron Riyadh. 50, what is written in prophecy? Moraine bail fires uh, Baal, you know, and Rand takes Kalendor, chasing after Balzamon, killing him. Egwene steals Amiko, but the shield uh, on her. Uh, Elaine and Nynaeve hold, uh, but the shield on her, Elaine and Nynaeve holds. Matt lets them out of the cell, and once they knock Amiko unconscious, the shield falls. Perrin rescues Fael. Uh, 56. People of the dragon, the citizens of Tyr, wake up to the knowledge that the dragon has been reborn. Moraine tells the group that Balzamon was just a man and that the last battle is still to come. Ah, there we are. All right. Yeah, man. So I guess uh, where to start, right? I mean, let's let's back up. We got a lot to cover here. So we actually bit off, you know, um, about 12 chapters worth. So we're going to talk big takeaways and I think we talk about just big, you know, our, our characters, big, big moments uh, for me. Well, actually, you know, just your biggest. <clears throat> let's just jump to like one of your like. Let's just jump to it. You, you, you liked Perrin. You can well, let's let's you because you, I wanted to talk about Matt. So let's start off. I'm going to give you the floor first here. Your thoughts on Perrin's arc. He is the Falcon is is there. She's with him now. Uh, Fael's a you know, part of his life and he's been struggling we know this with, with his, um, his other side yeah right. wolf side right so what do you think What's, what are your thoughts big takeaway <clears throat> yeah I mean so just I guess Perrin in, in, in this whole book um, you know uh, well uh, the first thing that comes to mind is like Perrin being like the most awkward with girls but then I just think about how literally every time they're all like well I wish he was here I wish he was yeah. here <laughs> Um, so like that, so like Perrin now is kind of, Fael's kind of there. They've kind of got, you know, just hanging out. They're kind of, they have a dynamic, um, going. Um, and then really, you know, Perrin's been kind of the one it's like, it's like Matt, Matt's kind of power was always like mysterious. And again, I feel like Matt, um, it's almost like watching a race and, and like the end of the race is the, the end of the whole series and everyone's going right. But like Matt stumbled out of the blocks uh, just because he got like the dagger sickness. And so it's like, we really haven't met Matt until kind of now. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, we saw him a little bit in the last book and like a little bit before the dagger. Um, and so now it's like, okay, he's really kind of, I feel like coming into his own. Um, whereas Perrin we've seen move along, but it's been, it's been almost like painfully slow. Right. Um, I guess this is how I kind of think about it. It's, it's like, you got the, this wolf thing is going on. He's got yellow eyes. Um, and it's just kind of trickling on and trickling on. And now we have hopper and hoppers telling him all this stuff. And we're just seeing it more and more and more. So we're beginning to understand it. Um, you know, a, a little bit more. And he's thinking, why do I have to choose between the hammer mm. and the ax? Yeah. Um, you know, which is the way you, is that, Hey, parent, you're a part of this too. 
and it's time to give up. Oh, I'm just a blacksmith. Just like it's like I'm it's time to give up. I'm just a farmer. No, Rand, you're not just a farmer, okay? You're the freaking dragon reborn. Yeah. <laughs> no, Matt, you're not just some hooligan from Edmund's Field. Yeah. You've got a part to play um <clears throat> in this too, which is like so weird because it's like then you look at the other two people from, you know, Edmund's Field and you look at Egwene who's like I'm ready to leave that life behind. And I'm ready and willing to go into being an Aes Sedai where it's like the rest of them, including Nynaeve, on some level are all holding on where it feels like Egwene's not. And that's like kind of the, the differences I feel like I'm getting um, from them because mm-hmm. like Nynaeve is certainly going on, but she, Nynaeve is like, I don't know if she likes being an Aes Sedai, if she still thinks they're like, you know, not to be trusted. Yeah. She's got this power, you know, it's she she's just like marching to her, her own her own beat, you know, and it's just like, well, if it go, if it involves this, it involves this and that's fine and you know, she's just kind of doing her own thing. Um and and so it it's it's interesting because it's like you, they all come from the same place but they're all going at about different paces, different different routes um you know and and everything and anyway so so for me i think my favorite part uh is is it it is this chapter right the hammer chapter 50 it's where perrin kind of is just loses himself in a little bit of work right uh and he's just he's just hammering away and hammering away and then you know the 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 master the um the ajala right the guy he's he's kind of doing with he's like yeah you should be a master by now and you know and the <laughs> yeah. parents like yeah you know well you know i would like to do this someday uh, and then that the smith or the smith excuse me yeah, gives him a hammer and he's yeah as he was using as as payment and says keep it as a reminder of that someday and i was just like i sent you a text i was like yeah i know right yeah because it, it, that, that's the thing, is that you're fighting for that someday, you know, right. um, when you could pick up the hammer again. It's what you want. That's what that, that the, like the desire is that that's the life you want. That's but you have mm. to fight for it first. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So he's <laughs> yeah, the axe is several pounds lighter, but feels a whole lot heavier. Wow. <laughs> I mean, like it was like it was also just this segment uh, of lines where I was like, I was like, this is like this is such good writing. Like it is just like so good. Yeah. It gets you fired up, though. Right. Because because like if because some people will say, uh, and I, I don't know who these people are. Well, I, I, actually, our buddy Tom has at some point been like, oh, parents just kind of like he loves Perrin. But, um, you know, he's like, I, at times he can be kind of boring. And, and I do kind of get that sometimes, well, just the way in which he is, I don't know, he's, he's more reserved. He's not I think as, he, he, but there's he's, so he's, much. He's more of a, it. he's more of like a, of a flat character, I feel yeah. like. Um, but the thing about people that are like that is it, it's like, you know, it's like, you know, you know, your friends who are really quiet. Mm-hmm. But then the, when they say something, it's like, a, you know, it's like, whoa, you know well, what I mean? Yeah, because yeah, yeah. you don't expect it. That's kind of how I feel about him is I feel like because he's a little more flat and like even is that when Perrin has a big moment, it feels that much bigger because he is more of kind of like a reserved, mm-hmm. you know, kind of mm-hmm. person. It's like Matt's over there freaking, you know, di- like yeah. rolling the dice and fighting people and knocking people off the horn. And before that, he was like really freaking out about like, you know, what are we going to do? And like all right, this he's stuff. Extreme. So it's like, yeah, yeah, he's yeah. extremes. And so it's like, OK, it, it feels less likely. And Rand is just like, who knows what he's doing? And Rand's just like right. going up. It's like all over the place because. 
you know, he's the dragon reborn, right? But then, like, Egwene and Nynaeve, um, you know, they're, like, they're, we're at whatever level they're at, they're pretty consistent in, in that level. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. And they don't really, they, they haven't really gone too far in and out, in and out. Almost like, it. almost like energy levels, right? I mean, almost like. Exactly. Just like in, in, in their personality and their, what their, right, yeah. their dialogue, yeah, you know, some, all that kind of stuff. Exactly. You know? Some people, you know, it's just like some people you meet, they're a little more quiet and then some people you more, they're a little more, hey, you know, um, eccentric right. and, you know, exaggerated and, and, you know, stuff like that. Yeah, and, and you do have with Nynaeve and Egwene often like this, they, they kind of complement each other, right? Like mm -hmm. Nynaeve is the one who's showing, we're getting a lot of the angry, blunt demeanor, just going to speak your mind. And then Egwene's sort of like, maybe we shouldn't do that. Like, that's <laughs> right, kind of yeah. like, kind of tone it down a little bit. And it's kind of ironic because Nynaeve's the wisdom, but then she also has to get like that so she can channel. So it's, there's so many little tiny dynamics that make it interesting to, to, to read. And then Nynaeve is also very, very, very smart and is really um, in the first three books here, like a, a leader big time. Mm -hmm. And, and she, and one thing I didn't mention in the last part is I know we're talking about parent, but just real quickly on, cause this kind of covers the first parts one through five. The whole time you have had a little bit of this strife and not strife, but it's sort of a, like a Gwen is now being elevated in Nynaeve's eyes. You know, it's like, mm -hmm. she's seeing her as more of an equal. They're both accepted. And it's something like that Nynaeve has had to accept, get used to, and it and through Nynaeve's eyes, the way Nynaeve looks at Egwene, just by her allowing Egwene to kind of rise, we all, all, we also see her become more mature and more, you know, I don't know. Does that make sense? Like she's kind yes, of. Yes, exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. Yeah. And, and, and it all starts again. Yeah, it, it does. It all starts from whatever their kind of baseline is. And that's why when they have these moments, it's like such a big deal. Like, mm -hmm. I mean, you know, we, we saw loyal like kill somebody. Right. And it's like, oh, oh you know, but it wasn't but it wasn't like loyal was like stepped in and was like prepare, you know, prepare to die or, you know, like, yeah, yeah you yeah. know, or something like that. Like if loyal were to have a moment like that, which he, <laughs> I don't know. But I mean, could you just imagine yeah. right now if loyal were to be like. You know, this party's oh, over. This party's over. Exactly. <laughs> it'd be like, what? Like, it'd be like, uh, it'd be so epic because it's like so unlike him. You know right, I mean? like, right. But that's the thing, though. So I, I've always loved it. Like you said, some of the, the like Robert Jordan's writing is that you have Perrin who, who's even, 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 even. And then you're like, oh, he's getting pissed. Right. He's getting pissed. And, and like, so the whole trap with Fael, this is a man you shouldn't have, I mean, like mm -hmm. they were trying to spring the trap on Moraine. The Black Aja was trying, they were trying to trap her in Teleron Riyadh. It ends up being Fael. And it does at that point because cause they were going to go to Tarvalin. I mean, she was trying to send them away. They were going to be out of the picture. But the wheel weaves as the wheel wills. And, and Perrin is, is uh, you know, th has to go through a trial essentially there and, you know, start to master that realm, uh, which he's he's been in quite a bit this this whole book so yeah i don't know like like that is, is one of those moments where he's starting to kind of say like okay like there's the build-up in chapter 50 and then by chapter 53 we see him kind of we, we see him come to that decision where he has to decide do i you know yeah hammer or 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 x like which which one are we going with you know and to to protect fail um he's got to do what he's got to do so yeah yes, that's cool that's that's cool i like that so that's just a, a quick little uh, Matt's takeaways on Perrin. Now, I'm gonna switch gears on us, and I'm gonna take you guys back just a little bit here. Let me let me 
go back to some of our summaries here on Matt because, you know, he had, it's so weird. It's almost like the whole dagger bit, um, losing memories, them being restored with different older memories, the old tongue that he's speaking, all of that stuff that's going on. We don't really, I don't really feel like we, we truly, like we get to know Matt. And then once he gets the dagger, Matt is almost like stolen from us for a little bit. And we have to kind right. of suffer. Um, we still really care about him because Rand and right. Perrin do. But then now it was in this book when he awakes in Tarvalon that like he is, and he's a different Matt. He's different even from the Matt that we knew when we first started the series. He, he really changes. Um, but he's still got that kind of boyish, uh, mischievous nature to him. And he sneaks out. Uh, he rounds up Tom, which I just think is also great. I, I got to mention, like, Tom, Tom Marilyn is one of my favorite characters. And so the fact that those two rascals are together. Right. It's you know, great. Tom, t- Tom tries to act like he's, this, he's got this even kind of... Um, he's another guide by the side like Moraine. He's guiding the boys. He has great wisdom and knowledge. But he's got this wry kind of, uh, you know, personality vibe. I know, do just feel so saying. bad for Tom, man. I mean, oh. it's like... He just he just gets right. It's like here we go again because we'll get to it when he gets kind of injured, and you're just like, my god, like I know. this poor man. <laughs> like, I know, I, mean, I know. It's like it's like everything that could go wrong just goes wrong. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's tough. He's tough though. Yeah, and it's right. it's great. It's great that like you know Matt Matt has him, and we talked about um, with the Illuminators Guild, just like the fact that Tom was there and the the struggle that Matt kind of has, and oh, you know. Uh, well, it was the guild, but then it was also when they were camping too, um, and being approached by that that woman who had other dark friends and the, you know all that stuff that, that that goes on. So it's just like, you know, it's a good thing that Tom is is there. But uh, so Matt goes to Camelin, so we're, we get to go back there, which is pretty neat. And we are introduced to he overhears Gabriel, right? Gabriel talking about Elaine's death. And he's kind of just stunned that he wants to tell more gays that he overheard in the garden Lord Gabriel, you know, talking about um, Elaine. But then he's kind of realizing that she is way almost like too into him or that he is like something's off. He can tell there's something amiss here in Camelin and there's something wrong with Gabriel and more gays' relationship, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that was kind of cool. I mean, Matt's Matt's inferring these. He's, he's picking up on that, um, and that is. It's almost like when you first read that, and you're going through the story. That's a seed that is planted, right? I mean, that's something that Robert Jordan can now come back to. Like, what is going on with more gays? What is going on with Lord Gabriel? What's happening in Camelin? Why, uh, you know, not having an, an, an Aes Sedai advisor? What are the consequences of that now? And this is kind of what. What we're seeing is that is that she's being manipulated. There's a plot to kill Elaine. Um, and so that's a seed that's planted. So you know this series goes on, right? In his mind, mm-hmm. he's writing this saying, all right, that's there. We're going to come back to that. I mean, you have to imagine that, right? Very, yes. very interesting. Yes, 100%. Yes. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then so that that whole bit there in Caitlin just kind of ends with where Morgaze gives uh, Matt kind of a message that for the next time that he sees Elaine. Um you know, and so he's he's going to carry that back to her. Matt says that he means to return to his father's farm, but Morgay seems to doubt that. Right? He's not headed back. He's not headed no. back there. He 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 is. Um, 
at first it's just get away from the white tower let's just go to Camelin. let's get out of all this business i'm done with it wash my hands of it but uh you know he's he's woven back in here he cares about those girls he thinks they're in trouble he knows they're in over their head quote knows they're in over their head they're not they're fine um right. and w- th- like the irony in that right so M- matt is learning about his power he's learning about like his Tavira nature. He's learning about the, the his um, luck, right? Luck is his, his. He's the trickster. He's the lucky guy. Mm. He's um, uh, he's he's tossing the dice. He's flipping the coin. He's winning gold, um, and he's going to use that to his to his advantage. And when things are random, that seems to be better for him. So that kind of is thrust on us pretty quick. It's been hinted at quite a bit, but like we've been learning about Perrin's abilities a lot longer than we have Matt's. Uh, at least more like in our face. Like now we're kind of like, oh, and that's why I mean like his story was almost in a way, uh, uh, you know, stopped or not stopped, but it was like halted or held up because of the actions with the dagger and everything that was taking place there. And so now we're seeing uh, Matt really um, embrace sort of his power. I, I call them powers. I don't know what else you, you, you I think, would, no, I, I think it's fine. It, I, think it's, I think it's fine to call, to call them powers. I don't know really what else. Yeah, I mean, he's he's he's, he's Tavir, okay? So he's yes, <laughs> yeah. Um, Tavirin, Tavirin, as, as, as yeah, Tavirin, yeah. But yeah, yeah, I'm with you, and it is good. I mean, I like I like when uh, he's he Tom's like, I'm not playing dice with you, man. Like, it's not happening. You know what yeah. I mean? Because <laughs> it's yeah. like because I'll lose, and it's not it's not worth it. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty cool. Now, something else we er- we learned that's that's interesting. It's in chapter forty seven. Um, to race the shadow this is where matt decides to go to tier to save elaine tom agrees to go with him um they come across uh Tolenvor, right uh who's this who's one of the guards there who's super into more gaze and is one of her loyal kind of you know uh, right. uh you know members members of the guard there so we get introduced to him hang hold on to him for a second he's he's a cool character um but then tom tells us that he was once more gaze's lover that he was yeah. a court bard there, right? Yeah. Wild. So that's pretty. What would you think of that? You know? Let's go, Tom. Okay. Right? <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it, it is crazy. At, yeah. He's not. It's All along, we've kind of been like, remember when we first get to like, like Basil Gill is there. Ma- well, Master Gill. All, all, everything, I, everything I could think of now was, I was like, wait, I was like, I don't know what the timeline looks like, but is Tom Elaine's dad? Really? Yeah, okay, that's immediately okay. what my mind went to. That's your mind. Like, hold on yeah. a second. I'd have to look at the. I'd have to look at the thing. Yeah, so you're curious as to the timeline, all that kind of stuff. Yeah, because he says that he was Morgay's lover. Uh, well, just because deal. it came up in the same chapter in which they're talking about, well, if Elaine dies, and I was like, well, hold on a second, because th- is this? Yeah, like, and that's that mean, what is Elaine actually him? like an heir or whatever? And then um, when what's her name is. Um, when Morgaze is look is thinking about it, she's kind of you know, when she's thinking about Elaine later, you know, she's kind of like reading yeah. that letter and she's kind of oh, like yeah. on one hand, yeah. she's, one hand she's upset, and the other hand she's kind of smirking, you know, like oh, okay, you know, like that's my daughter, like you know, kinda. yeah, and it was uh, that was cool, yeah, yeah, it, it's a cool, uh, it, it's a cool moment, and there's a lot of stuff that's being communicated indirectly in that chapter. I mean, the way she's communicating to matt and she's playing a game like the game is being played right there um there's also some other things at work seemingly matt is is picking up on lord gabriel being way too influential and is more i'm sorry is is more gays just kind of playing along what the 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 whole deal 
But it does, as you say, it piques Tom's interest where he says, you know what, I, I got to look into this more. And also, Elaine's in danger. I'm in. You know, he says, we're going to go save Elaine. We're going to stop this this plot um, to kill her or to, or, or to harm her. So off he goes. And it's weird because they're kind of, we, we know, just in listening to Lord Gabriel and hearing about, you know, what the plans might be. It seems like there might be some connection between the black Aja and you're like, Oh shoot. You know, like now we're sort of like, yeah, Matt, you need to act on that because we know they're going to spring a trap. Nynaeve says we're going to spring this trap. Well, they may need backup because it Mm -hmm. seems like there's more involved than just the black Aja here. So yeah, that, that was that. So that's just a cool little dynamic, I guess. And, and um, yeah, I thought, I thought you'd like that bit about Tom just being, you know, a court. It was bar. great. Yeah. Because yeah. <laughs> it's it just is, like he's yeah. so much co- he's so much cooler. He, we all we like being a gleeman is cool. Um, it's almost like if if um, it's what do you think of like? So I, I think of Gandalf and he's Gandalf the Grey, right? But um, and that's cool. He's some wandering, you know, you almost wizard. think he's like a cheap wizard who does fireworks. Right. But no, he also once set on the White Council. And is some bit and you're like, wait a second, what? This guy who's like a bumbling kind of wizard, right. humming, smoking, comes in here. And Tom to me feels like there's a past to him that is like really epic. And you're like, well, hold on a second. Yeah. And it's been hinted at that he seems to be more than just your average gleeman. He can do gleeman. way more. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. So. Yeah. All right. Cool. Uh, okay. Well, then, really, I guess we'll come back to Matt when we kind of get to the end. When Matt, they decide, they just basically they decide to go to tier yeah mm-hmm. and save them yeah. so i guess we'll set up kind of a and what's going on with the girls yeah um, I, yeah and so i think because then it all jump- just kind of comes together at the end or if you just want to i mean basically they're actually i really think in these last few chapters uh it's 48 is just when well they arrive in tier so that's really where we're at exactly the, like everyone kind of starts to to arrive in tier um there's the whole idea here right is we're following rand who's been having um He's been seeing Kalendor in his dreams. Other people have been seeing it. They've been seeing the the stone of Tear, the, the the heart of the stone. And what does that mean? Where is that at? Why is that so important? Um, the sword that is not a sword. That um, the, the sword that no man can touch. And Rand is supposed to take it. How does he take it? You know, when the stone of Tear falls, right? That's it's one of the signs that he will be the dragon reborn. And so what does that, what does that actually mean? Um, so we're, we're all, we're all there. And the, 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 the girls are, are in tier. A trap is, is sprung for them. They go to what would be a wisdom. Um, mm-hmm. le, uh, uh, what's her name? Mother Gwenna, right? They go to her house. Mm-hmm. Right. And they're, uh, deceived. I mean, they get, they get taken by Leandrin. Um, which is which is nuts. Uh, what's his name? Julian, right? Mm-hmm. The thief taker. Uh, he's he's a, he's a cool guy. So they they basically they're no match for the Black Aja, and they yet. get taken yet. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yet. Um, so let me just see here real quick. This is chapter fifty-one. Bait for the net, and Nynaeve, um thinks that she sees Ram, but cannot be sure. She purchases some some mutton roast. She's out there. She's on her way back to Mother Gwenna's house. Before reaching her destination, she meets an agitated Julian who tells her uh, that he has found the found the women, 
the Black Aja. And um, then she sees Egwene and Elaine uh, who have been looking for her. Uh, he tells her that uh, they are staying in the Stone of Tear as guest of the High Lord Salmon. Or Salmon, sorry. Um, when Nynaeve arrives at Mother, Mother uh, Gwena's house, there they are, right? Leandrin, uh, Rihanna, uh, Rihanna, Rihanna is there. Rihanna, yes, Rihanna is there as well. <laughs> oh, gosh. They're what if Rihanna waiting. plays her? Hey, that'd be sick. That'd Called be it. Honestly, sick, actually. Uh, so they are there. They shield Nynaeve. They're beating her with airs of or with flows of air, and uh, it's pretty. It's pretty intense. I mean, there's there's a lot of crying. It's pretty. It's pretty. It's it's dark. Uh, Gwen is unconscious. They the Black Aja is not nice. Not at all. Miko no. is there. Joya is there. Um, so they take the three girls out to this kind of black coach, which will take them to the Stone of Tear. Uh, Julian is waiting outside, and it is obvious that. Uh, he helped the Black Sisters, though under a lot of pressure. And actually, what is interesting about that is it wasn't even... All I can say is that it wasn't even just that it was a lot of pressure. There's something else. Like, they did some stuff to Julian to really make him do what he does, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I'm just so the next cha- yeah, Yeah, so then the next chapter is Matt shows up. Uh, and he's and he sees like a carriage and he's like, what's going on uh-huh. here? Right. Yeah. And so then he right. He's like, it's odd because, you know, they typically don't use horses like he knows that kind of thing. Right. Um, and so then he's kind of he's kind of figuring basically, uh, you know, what what what's going on? Um, he gives Tom this tea, which is, you know, spo- supposed to help him. Mother um, Guiana lets it slip that she knew the three girls. Right. With accents like Matt. Matt's like, OK, hold on a second. What's going on? You know. Um, and again, kind of, kind of figuring it out. Matt's not concerned that they were taken away by Aes Sedai. Uh, Mother Guiana informs him that the girls uh, fought fiercely to avoid being taken. So Matt's like, I got to go rescue the girls um, and leaves Tom there. Yeah. Yes. And he can feel the dice tumbling. Yes, he can. Yeah. Things, things are happening. And you know, before that he's trying to find them. And one thing that he learns in this is when, when he tries to be strategic and like say, okay, I'm going to go house by house. I'm going to go in by in. I'm going to do all these different things. When he is trying to force things uh, and, and almost like, I don't know, because he, he, he was going in a pattern. He was going in some rhythm. Matt's strengths are when he just at random just set, you know, like he just lets, lets the dice kind of, you know, he rolls the dice and, and he gets, and that sort of seems to, lead him to where he needs to go or wants to go or, or whatever you want to call it. Um, but did you notice that? Like when he was searching for them strategically, he was having problems. Once he gave that up and he just let it and said, you know, I'm going to flip a coin. I'm going to toss the dice. Then at random, boom, um, he meets success in like finding mm-hmm. individuals who are going to lead him to the girls or lead him to Mother Gwenna and so on, which is, which is pretty cool. Right. So cool moment for him. Yeah. Okay. Well, uh, let's see here. 53 is a flow of the spirit. Now we're going kind of shifting gears back here to Perrin, right? This is for a Fael. She's trapped, right? And Perrin decides, I'm going to rescue her. And and Moraine and Lan go to break into the stone to save Rand. So again, it's kind of, it's all like everything's, everybody's kind of racing together. It's like, didn't this happen last time? Everyone's all over the place. And then they all just get kind of get pulled to the same, to the same spot. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, they are. Exactly. They're all kind of, like you said, they're all doing their own thing. And then 
the the uh, the wheel weaves. Is, is we, yeah, weaves. It weaves them. It weaves <laughs> them, right? The, 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 these threads are woven together, and boom. And, you know, here we are. Um, interesting, though, Moraine is, is saying that uh, Baal is not shielding his dreams, and she's seeing mm. nightmares and stuff. Like, that was kind of cool. So Moraine is very much like, I think this is a threat. He's one of, he's posing as one of the high lords uh, there in tier, and I think he's a threat to Rand. He means to take Kalendor from Rand. So she says, "I'm going to counter that. You're not touching, you know, Randolph. Yeah, I, I need a key. We will be there for the last battle." So she and Lan are making laying those plans, and that's where, like, yeah, Perrin and, and Fael and Loyal were meant to just go back to Tarvalin, get ready for the next stage, stay out of this. This is we're, we're going to go deal with this, and. They're not able to. I mean, you know, Perrin has to then rescue Fael. So uh, we'll get back to that. But so th- the chapter 54 into the stone is where just everything is just there's so many points of view. You've got Matt's, Rand's, Egwene's, Perrin's, and then back to Matt's. Back to Matt. Crazy, man. It, it's so crazy. So um, I, let's tackle these to kind of together. So you can I'll start off with Matt's and then you can kind of bounce okay. to just Rand. Um, mm-hmm. But Matt is showing up and, and he's seeing. He's looking for a way into the stone. And remember, he has one of those um, uh, fireworks, right? An explosive, yes. essentially. Yes, yes. <laughs> so, so uh, well, I mean, it reminds me when he had the horn. Like, well, uh, I got this thing here. we here. go. It's yeah. on. Let's use this. Uh, and, and so he does. But, yeah, he's got his quarterstaff, his bundle of fireworks with him. And he's watching the stone. He sees someone climbing up the wall just as he intended to do. He's wondering, who is it? Um, you know, is that Rand? Uh, while he's distracted, he is attacked by a small group of Aiel, whom he tried. He tries to fight back. They trap him. The Aiel want to know why Matt is watching the stone, right? And then uh, another voice speaks up, saying that he wants to know why the, I- why the Aiel have been watching the stone, and it's Julian who has been sneaking around on the rooftop. So this guy's trying to make up for some of what happened with Mother Gwenna. He's a good guy. I mean, he's, 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 he's a good dude. He just, I mean, he's outmaneuvered and unfortunately used against uh, Nynaeve, Egwene, and, and uh, Elaine. It just, it sucks. But the Black Aja got to him, and, and the trap was laid. And, yeah, they, they sprung the trap. It gets him into the stone. But now they got to get out of it. They're shielded, you know. And, and mm-hmm. they haven't learned yet how to kind of pick out of that and, and everything, which is, takes some time. Mm-hmm. Um. So, yeah, basically, then they're all kind of like, let's team up together here. Let's get in. We're all going to, we're all trying to help the same uh, uh, group of people here. We need, we need a way in. And, you know, so, so they start to kind of work their way into the stone. Uh, yeah, Julian is going in there too. They have, they have a couple of different uh, plans or ideas on what they want to do. But ultimately, they get in. Julian leads Matt away towards the cells. Or, I'm sorry, uh, Julian Lee, uh, leads Matt away. They're headed towards the cells, while Matt thinks to himself uh, that he will rescue Egwene, Elaine, Nynaeve, uh, or die trying. He really yeah. does care about those, you know, his friends. Yeah. And, and there's and times where you think Matt is like, does he care? Is he, you know. Uh, really? I don't know about that. Well, no, not, that he, not that he doesn't care, but that, like, I think... I don't mean us, the reader. I mean other characters in the story who are kind of like, oh, oh Matt gotcha. would just, you know. And it's like, no, 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 no. We, the reader, know for sure. Like, we see moments like this where he's like, or I'll die trying. Other you know? people think Other people think yeah. that he's like kind of, yeah, he's just doing his own thing. 
Right. Like, does Matt right. really care? But then there's moments, too, where they're like, we know you really care, Matt, and you're really... But they're always arguing, and everyone's trying to get the upper hand, and it's just... <laughs> it's okay. crazy. All right. So then it, switch, it switches gear to... It switches to Rand for just a, a minute. Um, uh, and Rand's, you know, he's hearing all these alarms going off, right, in the Stone of Tear, but he ignores them. He's hurrying. He's like, I'm, I know I'm close. I can feel it. Calendor. And he's thinking yeah. to himself, you know, I will finish it at last. One way or another, it will be done with. The dreams, the baiting, the taunting, the hunting, I will finish it all. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty, pretty, yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, quick, a quick. And again, that's how it's been with him this whole book, right? Is that where it's just a little, quick little very moment. quick moments, like yeah. literally like a, a page at most. Right. Exactly. So, um, Egwene, we go back to her now. She is in the, down in the cells in the Stone of, of Tear, and she wakes up thinking she's collared, which sends her into a panic uh, with the Shanchen, right? So that mm-hmm. was something that was tr- way traumatic for her. She never wants to be in that position again. Um, and that's something I don't emphasize enough, uh, or I don't think I did even in uh, The Great Hunt, but it sticks with her, and for good reason. There's, yeah. there's more to this. I mean, she, that is... And Robert Jordan's telling us something there to, to, to be in that position where you're powerless and uh, it, it's, it's awful. And so you can see the effects that it has on her when she wakes up there. Uh, and this is kind of a cool moment for her. She uses Teleron Riyadh to kind of like help them out. She realizes that they are being shielded. She enters there and she finds Joya. Uh, and so that she's in the world of dreams. Joya is also there. And... It's, it's pretty cool. So she sees Kalendor for a second. Joya is surprised to see her. Before she can do anything, Egwene shields and binds her, um, informing her that since she is now trapped in Teleron Riyadh, she will probably not be able to wake up so long as she is shielded in the world of dreams. So I think that's neat because we, we, we're, we're definitely going to have to, you and I, I think, maybe even after all this is over, is to go look at the, at the world of dreams and look at the rules. How does it work? What can you and can't you do there? I mean, right. Because you is, and I had that discussion last time about, well, is this the same as like the portal stone? Like, what's the right? What's right. the deal with that? Right, right. Yeah, and I think, and I, I, I got yeah more information. We can, we can definitely uh, uh, talk about that, and I think it'd be kind of a cool YouTube video to do. So, yeah, a comparison but, uh, as well. Yeah. This, so basically, okay. uh, you know, she leaves Joya there, hurries back, um, hurries off to find Teleron Riyadh, uh, you know, yeah. version of the cell, and that's where we leave her. Yeah, so then it switches back to Perrin. Um, and so Perrin uh, is now in the Stone of Tear in Teleron Riyadh. And he's searching along with Hopper. Hopper shows back up. They're looking for Fael. He's been fighting guards, all of them who seem surprised that he's even there, right? Mm-hmm. And so and so we're likely pulled into the world of dreams against their will. So, I mean, learn more about Teleron Riyadh here. He uses this hammer to break open a locked door and finds Fael lying on... Um, you know, so, like basically she's like on a bench, right? Um, as if she's sleeping, but her bodies are covered in chains that tie her to this block, this like stone, the stone she's on. Um, he crosses over and touches her face. She wakes up telling him that she kept dreaming that he would come for her. He starts to set her free, but then she fades away and they have to search for her again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah. So and I can just see how this whole chapter is going to be done in the in, in the TV show. You know, just boom, oh, boom, bouncing, cutting, yeah, 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 yeah exactly. That's totally it, what it's going to be like. It's great. I love this. I love this about this. We're in one chapter where it's just quick, boom, short thing. You know, where Matt, Rand, Egwene bounce back to Matt, um, follow up with Perrin, all that good stuff. 
And because Matt's part of this at the end is very, very simple. He's, he's fighting his way through, fighting down. He's facing down one of the High Lords of Tyr. Um, again, it's quarterstaff on sword type of thing. And uh, Julian kind of does this random swing out of nowhere. And luck, again, helps Matt kind of, you know, prevail. So that's, that's kind of that's setting us up for uh, Chapter 55. Uh, what is written in prophecy? <laughs> mm-hmm. Which I think is this. Well, it's really like the last chapter because the last chapter is always just kind of short. But so this yeah. is really this was this is really the one. Yeah. So um, we start off with Rand. Okay, he enters the stone and sees Kalendor shining as bright as the sun. But he's not alone. As no, no, he's not. No, there's this another is cool. man there, one who Rand recognizes from his dream, the man who refers him as Lutheran Kinslayer. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Rand accuses him of capturing Egwene, Elaine, and Nynaeve, and Bile, and tells them all that um, he didn't think Rand would care enough about them uh, to fall into this trap. Uh, he asks Rand if he remembers who he is, and if he remembers anything. Rand demands his name. And the man introduces himself as Baal. Baal, yeah, Baal, yeah. Yes. So, th- can this part? I, I actually kind of mark this. In my go right ahead. Yeah, go right ahead. Because yeah. some of the, this is like uh, we we kind of wanted to. I almost wanted to just jump to this, but you know, like, okay, hold on, hold on, as like just yeah, go right you know, ahead. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so yeah, Rand is thinking if I am the Dragon Reborn, if I am not just some half mad man cursed with the ability to channel a puppet dancing for Moraine and the White Tower. Um, he's thinking, if that's the case, right, then there's more. There's there's something to me. He's, he's in his mind. He's hearing uh, Kalendor, right? Uh, and then, as you said, he turns and there's this other man there who says, "Take it, Loose Theron. Take it, Kinslayer." Uh, it, it <laughs> I love when when the Forsaken show up because you just you see them kind of plotting and scheming, and then there's these moments where they're not speaking to Rand; they're speaking to Loose Theron. And I'm like, oh, Jesus. Mm-hmm. Like, these guys are ancient, man. And they are there. They know who this guy is. They, they know this is, like, loose there and come again. Um, and it just that adds a whole other layer that it's just, yeah, it's just epic. Um, so, so, again, yeah, he's telling him, you know, take it. And as you said, Rand is demanding, what is your name? Uh, Baal said, you know, it says, call me Baal. The Forsaken scowled and did not react to the name. You know, he's expecting him to remember him and he mm-hmm. doesn't. So he's realizing that Rand, Rand and Luce Theron, what's going on there? Is it like, is you Luce Theron just of when does Luce Theron take over versus when Rand takes a back seat? Why doesn't he know more uh, th- than, than he does? But doesn't really matter. Um, he, and he says to him, he says, truly, you know nothing. Suddenly there was a sword in his hands, a sword with a with a blade carved from black fire. And it's just like, so you've got a black fire sword and then Rand will use Saeedine to make his own sword, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. that, that's, and it's just like, it's on man. It's on. Um, and he's telling him to take it, take Kalendor 3000 years while I lay imprisoned. It has been, it has waited here for you. One of the most powerful saw and we ever made. We, Right. right during the age of legends that he they were he was a part of it right so i don't know if that's you know whether it was actually made by them or you know was it just something that they had at the time and so we meaning channelers or what have you all right uh, take it defend yourself if you can 
Oh, so they get into a fight. They're going at it. The forms are coming back. Lands forms uh, parting the silk. Water flows downhill. Uh, wind and rain. Uh, blade of black fire met blade of red in in shadows of sparks or showers of sparks. Like you imagine, just sort of like the fighting that's going on between these two, and it's it's just it's it's sick. Uh, the Forsaken laughed. He's amused, swinging his blade in quick flourishes to either side. The black fire roared as if swift. Uh, the swift passage through the air quickened it. Uh, you were a greater swordsman once, loose therein, he said mockingly. Like, I just, I cannot get enough of when mm-hmm. these guys are speaking to the dragon, you know, and they're, they're, they're really talking to loose there and, re- and recalling the, this time of legend, you know, the, this age of legends. It just gives me chills when I think about it. Um, do you remember, do you remember when we took that tame sport called swords and learned to kill with it as the old volumes said men once had so these guys who are three thousand years old are talking about remember when this was a sport that we took we knew about this sport we knew that men once used this sport to kill one another and we brought it back and it's like wait a second what i mean because the age of legends was this time of great peace right and and there's the boar into the dark one and the whole you know the whole thing um it's crazy. Just, it's awesome. Uh, he's like, and he's saying, do you, do you, do you remember nothing? You don't remember anything. Um, do you even remember one of our, our desperate battles? Even, even um, one of our dire defeats? Of course not. You remember nothing, do you? This time, you have not learned enough. This time, Luce Theron, I will kill you. Right? Perhaps if you take Kalendor, you might extend your life a little longer. Why does he want him to take it so bad? Why does he want Rand to take this sword that is not a sword he needs rand to take it because he wants to take it from rand just like moraine said and moraine said i don't think so right yeah so she shows up and um it's it's pretty cool so so like uh let's see he says to lead into that um he raised his black blade of fire snarling take it take calendar defend yourself take it or i will kill you if you will not take it i will slay you and then you hear like moraine just sort of yell out no this commanding just yeah you know no um even e- even Baal gave a start at the command in that woman's voice the forsaken stepped back um out of the arc of Rand's sword and turned his head to frown at Moraine as she came striding through the battle now remember like back to the eye of the world when she first was fighting some of the 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 forsaken and she felt like oh my I mean she felt she think she she has said all along, hinted that she is learning things, old things, and as you started the show off with, she's doing things forbidden that things are forbidden possibly and are outlawed, and it's like Moraine, who are you, you know? But uh, but here she is, she's fired up, and so she walks right in, and there is no messing around. There's no there's no let's get into this back and forth talk. I'm gonna, you know, um, she just I mean she pulls up, she walks right up to him. And and he starts to kind of like raise his hand to use the power against her. And then she says, I don't think so. She doesn't say that. I like to put that in there. Um, And then there's this incident of surprise on the Forsaken's face. She lifts both of her hands um, just as he's raising his and he screams out. No, he can see what she's doing. He realizes that Balefire is coming and he is to be erased like he is gone, like he is done. So Balefired him done. Which we kind of saw earlier with the Dark Hounds, right? We saw we saw that happen, but um, 
it's just sick. And this is this is I, I started the show off with this. Um, but she's walking after she kills him. So she kills Baal. Done. Yeah. I mean, points to Moraine. Forsaken. Done. She did it. You know. I mean, that's. I think it's sick. Huge. Yeah, she's a boss. She's a boss. We've always said it. She she's a boss, and uh, it's it's a real cool moment for her. Um, so the fighting had stopped dead. The veiled men and men in breastplates alike standing as if stunned. There, um, and then she says this to Rand. She says he was right concerning one thing: you must take Kalendor. He meant to slay you for it, but it is your birthright. Wow. Um, and so that's pretty cool. She just tells him to take it, right? And he and he does. Um, whips of black lightning curled around her. She screamed as they lifted her, hurled her to the to slide along the floor like a sack until she came up against one of the columns. Rand stared up at where the lightning had come from. There uh, was a deeper shadow up there near the top of the columns, a blackness that made all of the shadows look like noonday. And from it, two eyes of fire stared back at him. There he is, man. Here, here we yeah. are. Right. Um, and he, there's some cool lines from Balsman where he's like, twice in this life, I have offered you the chance to serve me living twice. You have refused and wounded me. Now you will serve the Lord of the grave in death. Die loose there and loose there and Kinslayer die. Randall Thor. It is time for you to die. I take your soul. And it's like, hold on a second. I've got this sword. You know, yeah. <laughs> you know, let me just say up into this point, all Balsman's done is talk a bunch of bull jive. Yeah. Okay? Oh, yeah. one day I'll do that. Then do it. Then do it, man. Then do it. <laughs> you got to you, you you know, he talks a lot of smack, but he doesn't back it up. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. I know. I know, right? He has talked a lot of smack and uh and yeah, it ran, and so here we go. This is this is the this is the third time the power of 3 here. Um so they just go back and forth. This is this big kind of fight between them. Uh, the one power is surging through Rand, Saedine, right, into the sword. The crystal blade shone brighter than even mm-hmm. Moraine's fire had. Uh, it was impossible to look at, impossible uh, any longer to see what it was, to see that it was a sword. Only that light blazed in his fist. Man, so he uses, you know, he turns to face Balsamon, and he has Kalendor. And mm-hmm. um, he uses it. He reached out through Kalendor and twisted uh, reality to make a door to somewhere else. He did not know to where, except that it was where Balsamon had gone. I am the hunter now, right? And so that's sort of yeah. in that chapter. <laughs> boom! He is off and, and running. It's gonna be epic. It's gonna be sick. <laughs> be it is epic. gonna be sick when they show that. Like it's just, it, it's just for him to see like this boy who starts off when he's when he's in the dream world, seeing Balsamon. He's appearing in his dreams. He's scared. He's gripping the back of the chair. He's He's leaving, sweating, worried, talking to Moraine, and now he is the hunter. He is. He has embraced Kalendor, and he is off to kill Balsamon. It's great. It's freaking yeah. great. So, do we just keep going with Rand, or do we talk about? Yeah, yeah. Else I think we just do. keep going. I mean, I mean, essentially, like you know, Egwene does some. They, they do some trickery, and they're able to kind of work out of uh, you know the 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 hold that the Black Aja have on them. Um, right. Which which is pretty cool. That's that's the gist of that. So where does that next part kind of pick up? Because then there's like Matt coming. You know, he opens up the iron bars. Uh, right, and then Perrin, and then, and then and then Perrin and Hopper. They're they're kind of searching. Um, Perrin has almost rescued her twice, but each time she fades away. 
Um, and then he manages to find his way back to her. Um, and she was being attacked uh, by falcons, right? Um, he manages to find his way back to her. Um, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then, or excuse me, he, uh, yeah, he is being attacked uh, by falcons. <clears throat> yeah. Uh, he bra- Then he finally gets her and he breaks the chains that hold her and then fades into blackness. Then he wakes up. Um, outside of the Stone of Tear and Teleron Riyadh, and Fael is kneeling over him, wiping blood off his face. Uh, he sees, you know, the the Teleron Riyadh, uh broken in half, and it's like lying on the table. It's a hedgehog. Yeah, 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 yep, exactly. Yeah, so that's that's sort of that. Now, then, boom, let's bounce back here to Rand, who is, uh, you know, he's got Kalendor at the ready. This is epic. Yeah, yeah, he, he hurried after Balsamon. Um, I mean... Whoa, he's 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 almost not not sure what he's doing, like what powers he's he's using and what he's wielding here. Um, so he ran after Balsamon, retreating foot his Balsamon's retreating footsteps echoing down the halls of the stone. You've got Murdral Trolloc sleeping out of thin air. Um, he, so he's facing them down, without knowing how he turned them into vapor. Let me say that again, without knowing how he turned them into vapor. Yeah, <laughs> like it's just like you, you learn more and more about what he can do with his powers and you're like oh geez um so that's pretty cool uh and actually there's the there's dynamics to that so where did he go you have to think about the realm in which rand is in is he is he in our this reality or another back and forth so it, it, he's kind of got you thinking like robert jordan plays with the mind a little bit here as, as you work through this it's pretty neat um where else do we go here? So yeah, the stones around him faded almost uh, to mist. The stone faded. Reality trembled. He could feel it unraveling, feel himself unraveling. He was being pushed out of here into some other place where nothing existed at all. Kalendor blazed in his hands like the sun till he thought he would melt. Um, so he's really drawing upon the one the, the one power. Um, where does he... Where is the actual... I'm trying to find the actual death, you know, where, where he actually kills him. Uh, yeah, he's pursuing him. He's pursued Balsamon. Balsamon's running like a scared. I mean, he's mm-hmm. he's on the run here. Uh, Balsamon says, I will not be undone. His mouth was fire. His shriek echoed among the columns. I cannot be defeated. Aid me. Some of the darkness uh, shrouding him drifted into his hands, formed into a ball so black it seemed to soak up even the light of Kalendor. Triumph. A uh, sudden triumph blazed in the flames of his eyes. You are destroyed. Rand shouted, <laughs> you are destroyed. Kalendor spun in his hand. Uh, its light roiled in the darkness, uh, severed the steel black lines around Balsamon. Balsamon convulsed as if there was two of him. He seemed to dwindle and to grow uh, at the same time. You are undone. He plunged the shining blade into Balsamon's chest. Balsamon screamed in the fires of his face, flared wildly, Fool, he howled. The great lord of the dark can never be defeated. Rand pulled Kalendor's blade free of Balsamon's body, and in his body sagged and began to fall, the shadow around him vanishing. Ah, uh, I mean, so it is, you know, and that, that's where he has those thoughts, like like he, the, the epic thought where I have done it, he thought. I have mm-hmm. killed Balsamon, killed Chaitan. I have won the last battle. Light, I am the dragon reborn, the breaker of nations, the breaker of the world. No, I will end the breaking, end the killing. I will make it end. So that's, that's sort of his, his thoughts. He says, I am Randall Thor. I am the dragon reborn. 
Um, so epic moment, right? I mean, he's, and then the men. Well, then the men, the men around him, they stop fighting and they proclaim him to be the dragon or boy. Yes, yes, exactly. And so, like, I mean, so before, right? He did plunge. We have a, we have a cool pigeon actually about like the heron marked blade and him plunging. You know, even like his his um, power rot sword that mm -hmm. he plunges into Balzaman, but it only wounds him, right? And it's so it's it's through using Kalendor um as a sword uh it's it's the sangrial that he is able to channel enough power thrust it into balsamon and air quote he kills he kills him, right mm -hmm. so yeah it's 55 just epic man. it's great I, I, like no, i wish it's epic. I could, and it's one of my favorite chapters to to re to reread because there's just such intensity in it that you're like this is this is legit so, and it's going to be great to see on screen when we when yeah. we get to that point. And now Balsamon's dead, and they all think it's over. Right. But it's not. No. No. <laughs> no, it is not. And Moraine lets them know what's up, right? I mean, she he's just he he was just Thor. a man. It, it remember was it uh part four or five, you had kind of said, Hey, hold on a second here. He's talking to this land fear, and she doesn't seem to cower in front of him she doesn't seem to be well she even says do you, know, you do you still do you still work for the dark one but sir, up until this yeah. point it, it seemed like balsamon was the dark one exactly exactly and so when you see another one of his servants asking him whether or not he serves you're like well shoot i mean it's not like she's not pledging herself for saying i serve you so that was why that was yeah that was a, that was a, a little kind of clue and hint that you picked up on early and a lot of people miss it. Um, a lot of people get it too, though. I mean, it's meant it's it's there to cause you to go, wait a second. Like either land, either land fear is like super OP, or you know, or this guy's not who he says he is. So, yeah, man, yeah, yeah, it's gonna be good, man. I'm, it's, it's gonna be good as is yeah. all I can, I can say. Yeah. Um, yeah. So cool stuff. And once again, we're left. I mean, you know, it's the cool thing about the end of, of each of these books is that we it's like more and more people are beginning to realize he's the dragon. The dragon is the dragon. <laughs> he is the dragon reborn. Yeah. What's really cool is, is we get this out of the way and I'm just going to set folks up for like the next book or whatever, which is neat. Moraine hinted at it at the beginning of this book is that yes, We've paid so much attention to Rand, but this book was actually, although it's about him proclaiming himself to be the Dragon Reborn, it is very much about the two, uh, the, the two men on either side of him and the women surrounding him. And Moraine is saying it, that, like, there are multiple threads. We need to watch and pay attention to all of them. And that's what this story kind of does. That's why it feels a little different because we're not that focused on Rand. Rand ultimately gets to where we need him to be. So we're like, wait a second. He is now legit the Dragon Reborn. So what does that mean for everybody else? Well, Moraine kind of showed you everyone had a part to play. Robert Jordan, the author, shows us everyone had a part to play in this. And um, they are significant. I mean, Moraine herself, it, it's a big deal that she shows up there and helps him take on one of the Forsaken. He's still young. He still is untrained in the power. And for him to take on two Forsaken might have been... His undoing. This might have been, and we're two, and we're two for. How many Forsaken have we killed at this point? Four. Oh God. Yeah, we got two in the first book. 
right? And now two here. I don't think we killed any Forsaken last last book. Yeah, I think we. Aren't just there only thirteen? Hey, 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 hey! I, 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 was that was that mentioned? I, I, anytime you drop something, yeah, I think you're, yeah. I'm always like, how does Matt know stuff? Like, did, did they say that? Yeah. No, they, I'm pretty they, sure they, they've said that. Yeah, they did. Okay, cool. Yeah. So what do we? I mean, you know. What I mean, we've killed thirteen, or we've killed four. Okay, so right. we got left. more books to go, right? So yeah, yeah, we'll see what happens. But I don't know, man. You said at the top, this not your favorite, but it still has its epic. It's really good, like really good highs. Yeah, right? I mean, and it's not. Oh, it's not like it's a bad book. Or I'm just saying of the three uh, of the of the three we've read so far. I think it was my least favorite of the three. But by the time we finish the series, it could be my third favorite book so you know there's mm -hmm. still more there's still plenty still plenty more books to go but it's of, of the of the three yeah 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 awesome um all right well i want to uh, let's let's move us into the our our, uh, our email today our message our pigeon uh that we got mm -hmm. this is pretty cool so uh, uh roberto guyden uh sent us something here it's, this is pretty pretty awesome and it kind of fit into what we were talking about today so this is this is good. Hello, gents. Uh, just caught up with um, just caught up after binging the series for the past two weeks. Love the podcast. One thing I wanted to note regarding Rand's hair and Mark's sword during the last episode, uh, Sir Matt was kind of uh, guessing that maybe Calendor might uh, become the or might be the hair and marked sword. Uh, Tam's blade was destroyed when Rand stabbed Balsamon with it during the battle over Falma. Um, I've always seen this as a symbol of Rand's transition from farm boy Rand, Tam's son into the true uh, Dragon Reborn. So that was a sword of old, right? And it's sort of like, okay, this sword is destroyed. Rand is stepping up. Yeah, all right. Full disclosure, I've done several rereads, so these little details uh, are ingrained. Again, thanks for the great content. It's amazing to listen to Sir Matt's excitement as he discovers the glory of the Wheel of Time. Uh, all the best. P.S. O.H. I.O. baby. I.O. baby. <laughs> Let's go. Oh my gosh. Um, no, man, that's really cool. And, and actually sometimes as we're going along, yeah, like there's, there's little tiny details that, that, uh, either, you know, can be missed or what have you. And I love that. So if you see those, send us, you know, kind of a message on those. If we misspeak or we forget something, feel free. I mean, this is not, uh, we're, we're just a humble wheel of time podcast trying to make our way through the series. And, uh, we absolutely love hyping this series but there are so many little details like that that is a really cool symbolic kind of moment for rand you know where where yeah his that sword is destroyed and then you know um now we've got to kind of he's still he's hair and marked essentially in his palms um and and so you know and when he creates his own sword using the power right we still get that idea that he has a sword um and that it looks like his hair and marked blade but you know different so yeah it's cool i'm telling you hey same thing here i love uh asking and getting i wish you guys could see some of the text messages that i get from sir matt just like where he sends me like one-liners from the 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 book the one about the hammer was great you know where you're just sort of like dude this is next level next level stuff so i don't know i'm also excited and we're we're into uh i think we're gonna be doing chapters one and two. Yeah, we're gonna be right? we're gonna do chapters one and two just because um, this book doesn't have a prologue like the other ones kind of mm -hmm. did, um, and the first two chapters are like really long. Yeah, and then yeah. it then it goes back to kind of normal after that. So we're gonna do the first the first two chapters, and I'm already into the first one. And uh, well, not really spoiler, but it's men heavy, and it's great. It's, <laughs> there's some cool stuff happening. Uh huh. Uh huh. 
No, that's cool. That's good. Yeah, hopefully folks are ready to dive into that and, and keep right on going. This is, this is great. I think I'm excited because I think we timed this out just right to where you're going to have a lot of the books under your belt when we get to the show and for our content creation, stuff we're doing over on YouTube. Mm-hmm. Uh, if, if you're listening and you like the podcast, you know, if you're not able to help out on, on Patreon or, or to participate there, literally hitting the subscribe button on YouTube is like a big deal for us. Um, I think we just got like another epic review on, on iTunes, which was really cool. Let's Somebody go. who's been, yeah, who's been listening to all of our like projects for, for, you know, been listening to bend the knee hyperspace hangout, uh, and so on. So that's, that's really cool to see other folks who like, you know, those other fandoms coming over here and check. It's a lot, you know, just take on a 14 book, you know, series. It takes a lot of dedication. It's a lot of time and, uh, it's, it's a big undertaking, but I'm glad folks are, are doing it because it is well worth it. It is such a good series. It is so, so epic and so awesome. So yeah, that's fantastic. But again, yeah, subscribe on YouTube, uh, leave a review on iTunes, check out the Patreon. The discussion threads are up there. Extended edition is up there. Um, and we're having a good time all around more rewards to, to come in the future as we get through more content. Uh, just been some, you know, just trying to get back into, well, really, I think I, uh, it's onto more of the wheel of time explained stuff. Now that we've gotten this far, Matt and I can talk about some of the, you know, Sangrial, Angrial, you know, Tear Angrial, Stone of Tear, getting into all of these different places and locations, cultures and stuff a little bit. And we can kind of talk you guys through some of that over on YouTube, which is exciting. Absolutely. All right, guys. Well, hey, with that, we want to thank you for answering the call. In our next episode, we will be discussing The Shadow Rising, our next book, chapters one through two. If you like our podcast, don't forget to subscribe, like us, write a review, leave a comment, or send us a message at thehornofvalier at gmail.com. We will see you soon, and remember that the grave is no bar to our call. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.